We are dedicated to spreading the good news of Jesus Christ through all available means with a sole focus of teaching the word, making it plain, sharing it with love. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I'm a believer. I'm not a doubter. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only. I'm not beneath. I'm blessed and cannot be cursed. I shall live and not die and declare the salvation of the Lord. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. My life is getting better after I've heard and done the word of the Lord. Thank you, Brother Steve. I love that song. Thank you, Sister Patricia. Uh, Good morning, Faith Temple. How's everybody doing today? Good, good. All right, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for today. Thank you so much for waking us up. Thank you so much for delivering us here, wherever we are, to hear each other, to to speak to each other, to see each other's faces again. Lord, thank you so much because we know today was not promised, but we're here. Thank you so much for uh, all the blessings, for, for all the things we don't always recognize. And thank you so much for the hurdles that you put in our way uh, to keep us where we need to be, to put us where we need to be, to grow us how we need to grow. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Good morning. So today we'll be talking about what our purpose is. So I'm going to start off just talking a little bit about myself. And for me, I spent countless hours trying to figure out who I am in my lifetime. Countless hours. And I've looked at or tried to figure out what I was what characteristics I had, am I this, am I that? And even when I feel I have something pinpointed, maybe it changes. Or maybe uh, I thought something about myself and I find out I was wrong. Or maybe there's something that turns up that wasn't there before, for better or worse, right? I think from all of that, no matter if it's a moving target, whether I feel like I, I have it down just right, I've, I've come to a conclusion that none of that matters. None of that matters as far as it's not the most important thing. Of course it matters who you are, how do people see you, uh, what are you doing today, that matters. But the most important thing is your purpose. So when we talk about purpose, a few questions always seem to come up or come to mind at least. What am I meant to accomplish? How do I know I've done my thing, the thing that's destined for me? How do I know I've done it? Where is the finish line? But 
I'm putting this out there. It may be that we're living, our living is to fulfill that purpose. The purpose is what we're doing day to day. There's not an end point. There's not a point where we arrive. Our purpose is to fulfill it. There's not a point you get to where that cup is automatically full. You're working towards it all the way. So let's consider that as we go through it. Hear me out. There's a few things I want to speak about today, but before I do, I, I need a little bit of help. Can I get the, the youth to come up here? All right, I'm going to ask you guys a few questions, okay? I need you to answer a question. What do you want to be when you grow up? You know what you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. What do you want to be? Okay. I like that. I like that. Jojo, what do you want to be when you grow up? It, that microphone tastes good, huh? <laughs> Duke, what do you want to be when you grow up? Lego creator. You know what I'm hearing? You said Lego creator, correct? So I'm hearing an engineer, right? So you want to be an engineer. Do you have any hobbies? What do you like to do? Hobbies, stuff you like to do. Uh, hobbies. Uh, games. So you like games. Okay, all right. Let me ask you, why do you want to be a Lego creator? Because I like Legos. Because you like Legos, you like building things? Okay. And apartments. All right. Layla, what do you want to, what, what do you like to do? What are your hobbies? I want to be an artist, a scientist. I want to help animals. I want to be a dentist. I want to be a doctor. I want to be all types of things. Okay, we only have this morning, okay? She wants to be a lot of things. So what do you like to do, Layla, that's not work? What do you, what do you like to do on your, your spare time, your free time? Uh, painting or coloring. Sound like you like art. But you said you want to be an artist when you grew up, right? An artist, a singer, a doctor, a dentist. She just went to the dentist last week, so that's, <laughs> her teeth are healthy. Oh, veterinarian. I, I'm sorry, I forgot the list of things you said, but that's wonderful. Why do you want to do, why do you want to be a doctor? Um, so I can help people or help animals and be kind. That's good, okay. Kanaya. Hold on, what do you... Okay, you're going to tell me what you want to be? I want to be a chef. So you want to be a chef. Okay, why do you want to be a chef? Because I like cooking. Hmm. I like eating, so that, that works out. Do you have any hobbies, anything you like to do? I like making pancakes. Now, you guys don't know, but Layla will tell you, what's my favorite thing to eat? Pancakes and eggs. Kanaya. We're going to have to talk a little bit later. But thank you all. Everybody thank the youth. All right, go ahead and walk back. Now, 
if I were to ask the parents of these kids what they wanted for their kids, right now, they might say something along the lines of what they say they want to do. And if you listen, the kids have, our kids happen to have their desires for their lifelong career, it kind of aligns with the stuff they like to do to some degree. But for each of us, all the adults, how many times did your lifelong desire, your, your career lifelong desire, how many times did that change or flip or flop? Are you doing exactly what you said you were gonna do when you were a little kid? You are? For some people, and I've heard your stories, for some people, it's right on the nose. But there were hurdles, there were some things that maybe you maybe questioned it for a second or that kind of put you, made you detour. There's some things that got the, that were in the way. What did your mom say? What did your dad say they expected you to be when you got older? The same thing? Anybody else? Was, did it differ from what you wanted? At any point. So, I'm bringing it up because I want to point something out as we start to talk about our purpose, our intended purpose. My son's over here just standing in the front. I think everybody's, uh, he thinks everybody's watching. But our, our purpose is not confined to what our parents want or think or what our loved ones want or our friends or Joe Schmo. It's not confined to what other people think we should be or what we are. First Peter 5 and 5 to 6. Likewise, you are younger but subject to elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another. For God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God so that at the proper time he may exalt you. It's important to listen to people who are there, who have been there, who have experienced stuff. It's important. You have to be able to receive. It's good to seek counsel. But you have to also understand that when we speak to man, man doesn't see everything and understand everything. So the things that we're taking in are to make us wiser and make us better prepared. But that doesn't mean that what they say is what our purpose is going to be. They do not ultimately determine your purpose. Other people don't determine your purpose. No man can determine all that you are. You see, if we had tied ourselves down to what other people thought, us as a people, as a colored people here in America, wouldn't be where we are today. We wouldn't be doing the things we're doing because we'd probably still be in shackles. It's not... It's not up to man to determine our fate. This is Black History Month, a month that we were afforded by Big Brother. He allowed us to have a month to recognize all the three to four people who helped out uh, in our community to help get us forward. And of course, I'm not being serious. There's a lot of people that we don't recognize, we don't, we don't know about, but if we had confined, if their purpose was confined to what other people thought of them, and to us, we wouldn't be here. We are not tied to the expectations of others. 
no matter how big or how small. Someone can think highly of us and think that we are destined for one thing in particular, but that may be way off. As parents of children, it's important to recognize that we have all types of mojo and magic to steer our kids. We have all types of ways to build them up. And we can have great ideas for them. The purpose of of us as parents is to make sure they're imbued with the equipment, with the tools, with the necessary things to get them further. To know that ultimately their purpose is not decided by us is important, but to know that we can impact their characteristics, how they think about stuff, train them up so they know how to fish. That's our purpose in their lives. But to understand that our purpose is not decided by them is important as they grow. The thing is that others' expectations of us may sway what we do, how we operate, but again, it doesn't define our purpose. Our purpose is not confined to what other people think of us. So I move forward. What about ourselves? What about our talents? What about our gifts? What about the things that we, we have that we are capable of? That has to have a part to play in our purpose, right? That makes sense. James 1 and 17, every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of lights in whom there is no variation, no rising or setting, or shadow cast by his turning. There's things that we were imbued, that, that God gave us. There's things that we were gifted with, and we should use those things to uplift God. We should use those things towards our purpose, right? But it's not confined to what we are capable of. We're not confined to what our talent is, right? That's not, we're not confined to that. We could do more than that, right? So I'm going to stretch it. I know we all know about we're all one body, and we're all different body parts. And some people have a hard time getting their head around that. So I'm going to bring up a few of my friends I use on a regular basis. I got the fork, I got the knife, I, and I got the spoon. These things, sometimes they're made out of plastic, sometimes they're made out of metal, but these are cast. These are poured into a mold, and the people who put this together know what they're intended for, and usually a single purpose, right? What do we use the knife for? To cut, right? <laughs> we have all the things we use it for, but it's to cut, right? We have a spoon to scoop. We got the fork to, to poke. <laughs> and I didn't bring the spork with me, or the spoon, or whatever you want to call it, but I digress. These things were made for a specific purpose, right? They were made to do something in particular. They have a certain talent and gift, and it's only made for those things. Now, I could technically use these for different things. I could cut with the spoon. Technically, I could, but guess what? Who's better at that? Who has the gift of cutting? The knife. Beyond any of the other ones. 
Now, I could poke with the knife, which is pretty effective at poking, but really for, for eating purposes, what's better for that? The fork. Each of these has specific skill sets and, we'll say, talents that they themselves possess. Now, each one can maybe cut over, step over, and do something like the other one, but not as good because the other one has that gift for it. They were each imbued with different gifts. So at times we fill in, we fall over, and we do certain things, but for these specific things, they are fulfilling their purpose because they were cast with metal. And they were cast with metal to be sturdy and to be unchanged and to move. Now, I can technically bend this, but I'm doing this to compare this to us because we're not cast with metal. We were built to grow. We were built to evolve. We were built to learn. And when we come out with gifts, we're meant to intend to use those things. But what about the next day? Forgive me, April. When I'm like this. What, what happens the next day when that spoon that I am is bent out of shape? It's, it's a different tool than it was yesterday. Now, this typically doesn't happen with the utensils and not ours at my house. Layla, don't do this at home. But that's how we are. So as we grow, as we go through life, there's different things that we're faced with where we are forced to evolve and change. The gifts that we're given sometimes don't show up until certain parts of our life when we need it most, right? And we're intent to use those gifts, but I'm going to talk about why that, why that is in, in a little bit. But it's important to recognize that we're not cast out of metal. And we have skills and subsets, but that our purpose is not confined to the skills we have today. It's not confined to our talents. We're more than that. Proverbs 19.21. Many are the plans in person's heart but it's the Lord, Lord's purpose that prevails. I'm talking about what we want, the plans we have for ourselves. So outside of gifts, outside of what people want for us, there's stuff we want for ourselves. There's plans we put in place. There's things we think about. We have an idea that needs to come to fruition, and we set up a plan to get us from A to Z. Z is the goal. Z is our purpose, right? That's the thing that we were placed here to do. I have this in mind. But we know what God does when we make plans, right? He laughs. God has something else in store for us that we may not fully understand. And as we work towards a specific thing, life doesn't stay still. Things get in the way. We have hurdles that get in our way that change make us change course. And we may even end up at the same place. That may be a God-given vision, but guess what? We went through all of these detours to get there. And we're living our purpose all along the way. We can come back to that as well, too. Think about the stuff that happens in the in-between, not at the individual milestone points that we think of. Think about that. So it comes down to vocation. Now, you guys heard of vocation, um, or we'll talk about profession, our careers. Vocation more so is you're serving a purpose that the world needs. 
So it's your profession. It's something you make money from. It's something that you do. It's something that these kids talked about. They have an idea of what they want to do, and they talk about what their profession is. They're calling, right? A lot of times we talk about calling. We kind of work our whole lives to obtain a position. And if we work hard of it, harder, we can do anything. That's what we tell our kids, right? But let me get a little bit of help. Um, let me walk over to you. Sister Hagen, I'm coming to you. Sister Hagen, what is or, or was your profession? It was like uh, caring for elderly people, like uh, home health. Okay, I hear you. Is that exactly what you wanted to do when you were younger? What did you want to be when you were younger? Actually, a teacher. Okay. All right. Do you feel like in that specific profession, that is what you do? Is that your specific purpose when you talk about your profession? Do you feel like teaching was exactly is, is what you do when you go to the job, when you're doing your profession? No. Okay. She said no. Brother Steve, I'm going to call you out from the back. What did you want to be when you got older? Uh, I wanted to be a policeman. Okay. I, I wanted to be a policeman, too, when I was a little kid. So what is your profession now? What is your career? Uh, I'm a, um, a manager in transportation for school district. Got you, thank you. So you do transportation. You're a manager at a school district for transportation. But a lot of us don't know him as that, right? I'm gonna bring up one other person. She's not here in the building today, but Sister Vicky. Sister Vicky is a doctor. That's her calling, right? She's been a doctor for 25 years, still a doctor. <clears throat> She's a neuroscientist and hospital administrator. And her official title is Director of Research Administration and Operations. I feel smarter and more important just saying that. <laughs> so Sister Vicky has an important title, right? That position holds a particular function and if you guys didn't know, neuroscientists focus primarily on the study and research of the nervous system. The nervous system is composed of the brain, spinal cord, and nerve cells. Yeah, I mean, basically, I'm going to put in basic terms, they focus on the brain and its impact on and behavior and cognitive functions. So you probably heard me stumble through reading that because it's, it's complicated to me. It sounds important, right? But let me ask you guys, how many of you guys knew she was a doctor? I knew. How many of you been her patients? Have any of you guys been her patients? Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like I'm gonna pretend that no Sister Shell said she has, but I'm gonna pretend that no one said anything. Because a lot of us may know what she does. And it's important, right? But how many times do we, how many times are we Im impacted by her career? So let me ask you a better question, Brittany. How many of you have been impacted by Sister Vicky? How many of your lives have been touched by Sister Vicky? 
Sister Vicky's value or her importance is not confined to her title or position. She may be called to do something for her profession and her reason for doing it may be to help people. And then she'll tell you that when she was a kid, she wanted to be a doctor. She wanted to be a doctor and a businesswoman. And she's done that, right? But what all that she is is not confined to her profession. All that Brother Steve's is is not confined to his profession as he works right now in the back. All that Sister Hagen is is not confined to her profession because she does so much on a daily basis. And each one of those people are fulfilling a purpose outside of their profession, right? So their calling is their calling. But guess what? That doesn't, that's not confined to your profession. It's not confined to your title or your position, no, no matter how important it is. That's also a lesson to be told about it doesn't matter how important your title is. You can fulfill your purpose and be important, and your value is not confined to just what you are. You can just clean toilets and not just clean toilets. So, and I always talk to Layla about this, we're always growing. We're always maturing. We're getting wiser. We're always changing, for better and for worse. We're always changing until we have no breath. We may be a spoon today, but we might be a knife tomorrow, right? Romans 8 and 28, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So we're always going, and as Christians, we're always moving to be more like him. That's our goal, right? to be like Jesus. So what's her purpose? It's no trickery, no gotchas. I've been saying it the whole time. Our purpose is to be more like him, to serve him. Our purpose is to be his, his vessel, to show his light. Our drive should always be to be more like him. On a regular basis, on a day-to-day, last week, did you impact somebody's life? That's a part of your purpose, for better or for worse. We could have been the, the enemy. We could have been the, the, the friend. But we served a purpose. We may have been a hurdle for somebody. We may have been someone to, to the, the, the stepping stone for somebody to get somewhere else. But we served a purpose. That's day-to-day. Yesterday, did we do something? Today, this morning, have we done something? On the way up here, did we do something? Yes, we're serving a purpose all the time. And we can't confine it to a title. We can't confine it to what people think of us. We can't confine it to our plans we have for ourselves. We have to know that day to day, our purpose is to love. Our purpose is to share light. Our purpose is to be there for our neighbor, whether they are a friend or foe. To be there for anybody, they don't have to just be a Christian. Our purpose is to love and to be more like him every day. 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. Rather, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no heart has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Now, this talks about the after. But 
if we live our day to day with purpose and understand that we have a purpose and what it's for, then looking forward, we're considering that we know God has us. Amen. All right. Thank you.